Hello, my name is Amaya. With the Panthers from PSIS 45K, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. It's fall 2023 in Brooklyn. This is the second episode of Podcast with the Panthers. Today's episode is debates. We'll be debating school food versus deli food, basketball versus baseball, handwriting versus typing, and the question of the day is, is chess a sport? Hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get started. Hello, my name is Benjamin. I am in eighth grade. Today we will be debating the following question. Is chess a sport? So my name is Joy Brewer and I think that chess can be considered a sport because, for example, let's use basketball because I know all y'all, some of y'all people like basketball. So in basketball, you strategize because you want to win a game. Same thing you do with chess. Even though it's not active, you're still strategizing to win that one game. That's why it can be considered a sport. My name is Serenity. I consider chess not a sport. I consider it a board game. I consider it a board game because, first off, if you're using strategies, you use strategies in everything you do. You use strategies when you're doing work. You use strategies doing math. You use strategies doing anything possibly that you do in a daily life. So considering that it's only because it's a strategy, I wouldn't think so. Chess and Chess can be a sport, but I do not think it's a sport because physically sports are all physical, you're moving, there's some type of movement that you're doing, hand movement, kicking movement, throwing, or you can either be standing still but doing something that is an active sport. Chess is not active. You're sitting down, looking at another opponent, opponent being quiet, just moving stuff like a board game. That's a good reasoning, but I'll still disagree with you because, well, you said even in things that you're standing still, you're still moving like one of your body parts, right? For example, let's use archery. Archery is a sport. You stand there, focus, and you shoot an arrow. Now, when you're playing chess, especially with timing, you're moving your hands, and that's one body part that you move. It doesn't have to be active, but it does have it has strategy you can use and a whole bunch of different stuff too. So disagree. I disagree because first off. Archery is a sport, of course. Archery is a sport. You move your hand. It's a movement. Not only moving your hand, it's a game. It's like, it's basically active. So technically, sport. Uh, chess, nah, not, not a sport. Definitely not a sport. It's like Monopoly or um, Connect Four. What do you think, Benjamin? Um, I'm on either side, to be honest. I don't really like... I mean, I guess you could say it's a sport, but people say it's not a sport. But, like, you can play chess competitively, so, like... Chess is a competitive game. Disagree. It's not... How is it not a competitive game? It's competitive, but it's just, like, not as any other sport that y'all try to... Yeah, but, like, for example, you're in a basketball game with with your friend. You definitely can't relate basketball to chess. Hold on, just, just listen to where I'm going. You said it's not competitive, right? But let's say you're in a basketball game with your friend. You're not in the game. You're just sitting down, you're watching the game, and you think it's competitive, and you're on one side that, oh, yeah, the Giants going to win. Yeah, I bet money on it. Same thing you could do with chess. So they can be related. Also, I'm not talking about other games like Monopoly because that's different. Monopoly is just like a fun game and a non-competitive game. So that's not really the same thing. All right, that's our debate for now. Uh, I'll see you later. Hello, my name is Joy Brewer, and I am currently in PSIS 45 in room 246, and we are debating if school food or deli food is better. How about team school food goes first? 
Joshua and Nia? My reason for saying that school food is better because with school food, sometimes they'll have more of nutrients in mind for you and what's better for you than deli food where they just give you whatever you ask for. I I agree because, for example, Takis, it has, it contains like Red 40 and like it contains bad things. Okay, team deli food. Do you agree or disagree? My name is Benjamin. I disagree because like, even if like school food had nutrients, it literally tastes like booty. So like, <laughs> like, like you could like, just say like, it tastes bad. Like it just tastes like booty, bro. And like in Delhi, even if you have to buy something, yeah. like like even if you have to buy something, like at least you have like more of a variety and you know what you want instead of like school food because like you only eat what you have. And what if you don't like it that day? In my opinion, I think that Delhi food is better, like better preferred compared to school food because. Like Benjamin said, there's a variety to choose from. And usually school food isn't as like tasty or delicious compared to deli food. Team school food, do you have anything to counterclaim that? The fact that you guys are arguing that deli food tastes better, well, of course it tastes better. But that's like one of the main things giving it away that it's not good for you. Because most of the time we think that the things that are bad for us taste better. So even though you're going to get better taste... It's not worth the health risk that you could get in the future. An example, let's say they want to get Pringles or Doritos or let's say Arizona. Any of those can have can give you major health risk in the future, especially because of one thing, high fructose corn syrup. Okay, so team Delhi, what do you have to say? I think both sides are even. Like even though I'm on the Delhi side of the team, I feel like both sides are even. They both have like reasoning as to why they would choose either or. I kind of agree. I am on the deli side, but, you know, I feel like there's even reasoning for each side. So it makes much sense. Can I say something about, like, school food? One thing I really notice is, like, majority of the world has what you call a sugar tooth. and Sweet tooth, And mean? certain things, like, something called diabetes is real. So, like, anything sweet or anything bad for you contains, like, bad things inside. And depending on your future, you'll regret what you had in the past. Also, one argument I have against deli food is because with deli food, you don't always know where it's coming from or anything like that. You don't know the um, the sanitariness of your food. But with school food, by just, like, seeing how sanitary the school is in general, you could see more of how sanitary your food is and how sanitary what you're eating is. Okay, so, again, it's Joy, your favorite host. Anyways... So basically, what both sides are saying is that deli food has better taste and school food has better nutrition. Now, I have a question. So if you were to go into a deli store, for instance, and one side had like healthy, nice snacks and the other side had like sugar and spicy chips and, you know, hot Cheetos and stuff, which side do you think a student would go in and choose? Who wants to answer that question? I'll answer that question. Okay. They would go on to the side with all the unhealthy stuff. But that's kind of a part of my argument that when you have the choice, you're going to go for the unhealthy things because you think it tastes better. But when you're in a place that's pushing you to eat the nutritious food or it's just like do that or not eat, a lot of students and a lot of people in general would pick to eat what they don't like over not eating at all. 
Okay, so Joshua, I have a question for you. So you're saying that all school food is nutritious? It's like, because I know there's some cases about school food having food poisoning and different stuff inside of it. So not all school food is nutrition, especially since they gave out cookies and stuff. So do you have anything to say to that? Yeah. One, I'm not trying to say that all school food is nutritious, but I'm trying to say that a lot of it can be or is also with your argument, they also give cookies and stuff like that. Yes, but they give you a little pack of cookies compared to a big pack of the healthy thing that they're giving you, which is just balance, something that everybody should know to balance out the amount of unhealthy and sugary things they're eating with the amount of exercise and healthy things they're eating. Okay, so what do you think is different different between like school food, like the fries and stuff that they give you and going to the deli and asking, oh, can I have a turkey and cheese, a honey turkey and cheese with some honey mustard on a roll? Or w. can I have a bacon, egg and cheese on wheat bread? How is that different from school food? Because you don't know what is in the school fries. You don't know what's in the dumplings. You don't know what's in all the stuff that they serve you, the taco, the burritos, all that stuff. You don't know what's in it and you don't know if it affects you or helps you out. So... Okay, one yeah. of my counterclaims is what I said before by checking how sanitary your school is by just seeing like, okay, like do I hear rats? Do I hear about mice? Have I seen these type of things? You'll know how sanitary that school is. And by term, like the general gist of how sanitary the food is. But with the deli, you don't know any of that. Okay, so go ahead, Amaya. Do you have anything to counterclaim? Do you agree, disagree, anything? I feel like in terms of the school food compared to deli food, most like deli foods, they have lots of like grease and fat and everything. And none of that stuff is healthy for us to eat at all. But at the same time though, school foods could also have negative things in them too, like food poisoning, which can make you very sick. But either, either foods can do that to you. It has many different effects. Okay, thank you for debating. And honestly, I kind of agree with the deli side more. But thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Benjamin Shafino. And today we're debating about basketball and baseball. On the baseball team, we got Joshua and Mason. On basketball, we got Maya and Joy. So who wants to go first? Okay, so my name is Joy. Joy Brewer. And I honestly think that basketball is better than baseball because, well, I think basketball is more fun, especially since you get to jump around, shoot hoops, dunk. Baseball, all you do is just hit the ball and run around. Baseball, you don't just run around the bases and hit the ball. You can play the infield or you can throw the ball. And you also have to stretch, which in basketball, you do have to stretch, but I feel like baseball is more fun because it's more active and you run a lot more. And if you're playing in the infield, you have to run in the outfield. You have to run to get the ball. Joshua. One point I have is, and this is just like from my personal experience, but I've played both baseball and basketball at a time. And from what I've seen, baseball is a lot more like friendly and good sportsmanship, while basketball is a lot more competitive and trash talk. And for those people who's just like looking to have fun instead of compete, 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 I would say baseball is better. All right. Amaya, you want to say something? Yes. So in my opinion, I think that Baseball is a very interesting sport, but I would prefer basketball because I feel like basketball just focuses on like competing, strategizing, and I guess if you want, also have fun. 
All right, uh, Mason. Um, in basketball, I feel like you just chuck up the ball and dunk and stuff like that. When in baseball, you have to run to the ball, get to the ball, and in basketball, you just passing around, dribbling, and shooting, and laying up. Also, I feel like it's easier to get injuries in basketball than it is baseball because in basketball there's a lot of running defense it's easy to fall it's easy to bang your head it's easy to do all these things with um baseball there's more precautions because they're on sand wearing tough clothes and the um home bases are really soft unlike basketball where you're on hard ground i feel like basketball in my opinion is more preferable i think it's a bit more enjoyable and it's competitive, so that also adds more of like a like excitement to it. Uh, that's our debate for today. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Nia. Today we're debating handwriting versus typing. On team typing, we have Chelsea and Daniela. On team handwriting, we have Joy and Charlene. May I go first? Yes. Go ahead, Joy. Okay. So oh. my name is Joy. And I'm, of, of course, I'm on team writing because when you're typing, you're just clicking buttons about what you're writing. And you could get distracted more easily. But when you're writing, it takes longer, yes. And it helps you take your time. It helps you concentrate. It helps you better your handwriting. It makes you memorize stuff more, how to spell things. When you're on a device, it just autocorrects it for you. You don't know how to spell certain stuff. But when you're writing, it does more. Okay, so on team typing, I think we're going to pick Daniela. Okay, so you said that um, you get distracted like on the device, but for me, I get distracted on the on the device and handwriting because I, I just get distracted. Can I say something? Like, what do you get distracted by by the device or um, on handwriting? Like, what do you mainly get distracted by? Okay, so like I get distracted on handwriting because like sometimes like when I'm writing, I just get bored. I just get distracted, people walking by and all that. But like on the device, I also get distracted, but like I get distracted easily on handwriting. So like your surroundings distract you? Yes. Okay, go ahead, Joy. That's the point. You're supposed to get bored. When you're writing... You get bored, but when you're on a device, you're not as bored, especially since you like you could type whatever you could do, whatever you want. When you're writing, it increases your knowledge. Like when you get to higher grades, you know, you're going to have to write more instead of typing. So it helps you because when you're in high school and going to be writing, be like, oh, my gosh, I can't do all of this. You're going too fast. OK, then we have Chelsea on team typing. Joy, I know that you're in a high um, you're in a eighth grade, but. From what I've heard, all the handwriting things, all the tests and the state tests, especially too, they're starting to get them online. Yeah. From what I've heard from teachers, they're going to switch the tests, the writing, all of that to online. And so you don't get distracted. They use the school devices so that you can't do whatever you want. And there's, uh, what's it called? There's restrictions. So you can't search up necessarily. Whatever. Let me tell you something. So eighth grade. Yes, you are kind of correct. They are changing the ELA state tests online. But guess what? You take the regents and if you want to go to a specialized high school, you take it on paper. And guess what? I'm taking a specialized high school test tomorrow. And 
guess what? If you have four hours for four sessions, two sessions of ELA and two sessions of math, guess what? All of that requires writing. So imagine you know what you're doing, right? But you can't write it down because you're not a fast writer. You don't think fast. Imagine how much essays and paragraphs is going to be on that ELA section. You could finish the math, but you're still going to be stuck on the ELA. And that determines if you're going to go get into the high school that you want to. And the regents is basically the same thing. That's a lot of writing. If you don't pass that, then you have to take it in high school, which makes it harder for you, or you can't get to high school that you desperately want to get into. And writing, when you're writing something, it helps you remember it more than typing something. Because when you're writing it, you're reading what you're writing. And I know when you're typing, you're reading what you're writing too, but it's different in a way. Math is harder for me than ELA because mm-hmm. math, you got to write down all these equations. You got to find this out, that out. For writing, for me, personally, on paper, it's not that hard. And for typing, it just makes it easier for my hand because when I write, it's a lot of hand cramps. But if it's necessary to write on paper, I will write on paper if I have to. Like what Chelsea said, yeah. if it's necessary to like... Uh, take the test like on paper I'll take it but like when I write my hand hurts and I get like a rash right there but if it's on type it'll be easier and I won't get a rash on my finger so how like Joyce said like you would get like better with spelling if you if you write by hand on paper it can increase your grading and get in a better like university or college or high school and then maybe when you're like an adult you can get better opportunities in life. Can I ask, like, a question? What if, like, we come to reality that most of the things we're going to do as writing online, like, how are you going to get into a better school? Like, So, that's a good question. Yes, a lot of things is going to change to being online. But when you're writing, it helps you read stuff better because you're forming your own letters, not pressing buttons. And when you grow older, do you know what you want to be when you grow up? I have a lot of things, but... Just, t- so just tell me one thing. A nail artist. A artist. Okay. So let me tell you something. When you're doing stuff, you have to write contracts, right? And when you're doing that, you have to learn how to sign your name. Everything in the world, it has something to do with you writing or reading, right? So design names, store names, it requires you to write or to read. Every time you debate about how typing is better, you say it's easier. But in life, it's not what's easier. It's what's challenging. And that's what helps you get through it. The challenge that gets you through. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here about um, the session. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. Hi, it's Brianna. And that was episode two of Podcast with the Panthers. That's it for our podcast. Thank you for listening.